두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 Field, Illinois. That's what the name is. Is that Did you watch Halloween yeah. ends? Hell yeah, I watched Halloween ends. Yeah. Did you watch it? I watched Halloween ends. You didn't? I did. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> We're probably going to talk about that more than ghost stories. <laughs> but uh, real quick, for all the, the spooky people out there who like to get spooked. Um, apparently coast to coast AM Art Bell's show from back in the day uh-huh. they put that shit on Spotify so now you can listen to uh, him talk to crazy people you <laughs> know, all the old like, ones or yeah, yeah a few times like, uh, like back when we were like teenagers I think a little bit older now. yeah it's like the archive from uh, like the 90s and early 2000s and stuff they're like they haven't posted all of them they're like spreading them out I guess but they posted one the other day that was a ghost to ghost from 1996. It's like three hours long, just a bunch of people calling in telling ghost stories. It's pretty good. It's fucking perfect for Halloween. Was it better than this movie? Time of the year, really. Um, maybe. I uh, actually thought this movie was kind of kind of cool as shit. To be <laughs> honest, the it's a story about family and nourishment and food. It's a lot better than I thought it would be. But uh, before we get to that, this is Content Sewer, Big Papa Pumpkin. That's me. That's uh, Sean Carpenter. It's Halloween. That's a crazy effort. But, you know, we're we're getting there. It's time to get spooked. We're watching spooky shit. Normally, we watch any old Netflix original, but now we're watching only the spookiest of the spooky Netflix originals. Next up, Hoobie Halloween. Last week, you watched 1922. It was... Real spooky. Yeah, I, it was I, man, spook. I peed my panties for sure. And then this you know, week a ghost story. Yeah, I peed my panties. Actually, man, I barely ever even wear underwear anymore. Shit, man. I got bad news for the ops, though. Guess what happened this week? What? Bitch, I got that wonton soup. Oh, you got wonton soup? I got wonton soup. I got warm wonton soup. Ah, I love warm wonton soup. So good. It's like little. It's like pot sticker soup. Yeah, because sometimes if you get regular wonton soup, the broth isn't like very flavorful. So I always, I pretty much always get warm wonton because you know more shit in it. Because I think war just means everything. <laughs> That's what war means, all right, Kyle. You you, you nailed it. So fucking. Shout out to the haters, the ops, and the cops. Couldn't stop me. I got wonton soup. I'm the king of <laughs> yeah, wonton soup. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking all the sheriffs out there. It's like, we can't let fucking Kyle McDonald get us fucking wonton soup, goddammit. There's a lot of resistance online. I saw there's people, like, protesting and stuff outside of uh, Golden Harvest. They're like, don't don't give them the wontons. They'll be too powerful. Yeah, I saw China and made them strip all those hashtags from the, the internet, though. 
Yeah, because fucking Xi Jinping and all the people of China support me. They said, let Kyle get the wonton soup. Scrub this from the internet. We will not allow you to besmirch Big Papa Pumpkin. China's number one supporter. Okay. I mean, it's... it's, it's it there's money up. in it. <laughs> it hooked me up. China, fly me out there. Set me up with a spot. Beijing, Shanghai. Middle of the city. Hook a brother up, man. All God, I was, you don't want to live there. in the fucking middle of Beijing. Ugh. I'm, I'm post-propaganda like crazy. I think if I was going to go to China, this is what I was thinking about. Most of the people I've met um, that are... Uh, Chinese or, you know, the children of um, Chinese immigrants or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're usually from, like, Fuzhou, right? So I was thinking there's got to be a reason everyone's leaving Fuzhou. It's probably because it's so go. great. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone's leaving. It must be pretty great there. That's where I'm Yeah, because there's so many people trying to get in. They got to start pushing people out. That's how it works. Exactly. Yeah, because everyone's desperate to be I'm dying to get in there. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, Xi Jinping, if you hear this, hook me up, man. I'll I'll post propaganda like crazy for China, no problem. But so <laughs> I had half of your half the shit you do with podcast is for free. Yeah, yeah I'm already doing free propaganda. China rules. It's crazy. They they invented a cosmetic surgery to give you slimmer calves because that became a trend on the internet. And what they did is they went in and um. Cut the blood supply to your outer calf muscles. Oh, so there's the muscle atrophies. That's fun. Yeah. Fucking, that's the innovation you can only get in China. I'm just going to get kicked in the back by a mule and it'll get the same effect. Can't get that shit here in the goddamn Western world. Yeah, for, I thought this was the land of the free. Yeah, fucking cut my calves up. They're huge. I'm tired of having these giant ass calves. Remember, you'd be in like <laughs> high school in like some. Look like Danny Ainge out here. Coach be like, wow, look at those calves. You should play football. But it didn't help that you're over six feet tall, too. That's all right. I'm not a cracker. I don't play football. <laughs> football also seems really boring. You can't, as far as I know, you can't shoot three pointers in football. Right? I, I've yeah. tried several times, and people always look at me funny. I'm yeah, like, wait, I have like, <laughs> I'm close enough. I didn't make it between the goals, right? That's how it happens. Yeah, Swoosh. Like points. Swish. I feel Damn. those three points. Your guys' hoop is really big. Yeah, so I had a big win this week with the wonton soup, but uh, something's gone wrong in my life. Is it the wonton soup? Something happened recently, and I think it's because I let my hair grow out again, and so I might need to shave my head again. Yeah, that makes sense. People, something happened where I must be, like, much more approachable than I was just, you know, like, oh, ago. this is, yeah, you are scary with the, with shorter hair. Yeah, because fucking people have been talking to me at the gym and shit. It's like, I don't want it. It's ridiculous. Like, people just think they can talk to me at the gym because I look, like, friendly and safe now. I got to shave my head again. That's, like, the only thing I can think of that's changed. So that's, I got to shave my head again. Like, I was thinking about growing out my hair, but, like, not if it's going to make, like, middle-aged women and one weird guy talk to me. <laughs> you know? I think you should shave your head and, and then uh, your beard, but keep the creepiest mustache you can think of. Uh, my mustache, like a magician. Like, like a dirty magician. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to do all that, like, waxing mustache type no, shit. I'm just going to shave my head and live my life. I don't know, though. I was thinking it's even about growing out my hair before I, you know, go bald. 
I'm thinking you should try to leech off some of these middle-aged women. I don't think I'm going to go bald at this point. Like, no, I mean, not like, like maybe later in life, but just you'll probably just start to sparse out, you know? Yeah, I imagine it's just going to get thinner like our dad's hair, you know? Because at this point, it's like, if it hasn't kicked in by now, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Like, I think this is my hairline until I die, probably. Yeah, or close to it. Yeah, you're not going to, I agree, yeah, you're not going to lose much more, probably. I'm pretty old for it to just suddenly start happening now. Yeah, you fucking bald ass losers. They're listening to this game. <laughs> yeah, you can grow your own hair. Yeah, but their caps are so slim. There's a lot of uh, like baldy boys that try to act like um, uh, it's because they have so much testosterone that they weren't bald. Yeah, but right? that's like from free testosterone, right? Which doesn't actually mean fucking anything, correct? It's like a very specific form of testosterone yeah. that you have, and it also is like neonatal testosterone exposure or something like that not like actual developed testosterone later on <laughs> fucking bald pussies <laughs> i don't know if that's what being bald means either you fucking goober can't even grow the, great there go two of our dozens of fans there goes the three out of five men over the age of 25 something like that, right is it like a bunch of dudes are bald aren't yeah you fucking asshole there's a, this, man, this is a billion dollar industry me trying to get those bald weirdos more hair. I'm just kidding. You guys are cute. Baldy boys. Love the baldy boys. Short kings too. Whatever. I don't, just because you're under six feet, I'm not going to call you a little fella. Or I might. <laughs> oh, damn. Your name's Ben so, Shapiro. Um, one of the crazy dude, the, uh, the middle-aged women talking to me at the gym is like, it's kind of annoying because like, why did it start happening all of a sudden? But uh, middle-aged women, since I've been in, like, my 20s, have always been, like, um, flirty with me anyway, so it's not too big a deal. But this one dude, it's fucking weird, man. So I've seen this dude at the gym a bunch of times, right? Mm -hmm. He's always posted up. There's a section where it's, like, hip abduction machines and, like, booty machines and shit. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of women over there all the time, right? Creepy. All right. I'm already creeped out. Continue. He's always posted up in there, like, stretching on like one of those like stretch bike things mm -hmm. for like the I'll, i go and work out six days a week every day he's there when you get there he's there when he leaves and it's like i work out i don't have two hours every day right <clears throat> he's there like he's he must go around the same time i do and he's usually there for like hour hour and a half and that's all he's doing is sitting on that stretch bike creeping on women i assume right does he do anything on the bike or is he just kind of he pretends to stretch and stuff. I don't know. It's like it's pretty obvious. I don't know why the staff don't do something about it. Maybe he's, he doesn't ever say anything. He's not a problem. Maybe he's not creeping on women. Maybe he's just got like something he's really got to work out every day or like every other day. But yeah, I just assume he's a creepy dude creeping on girls. But then they start creeping on you. He did come over and talk to me and was creeping on me. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, oh, yeah, so I, I see you here all the time, blah, 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 you know, small chat. <laughs> like, first, you're, you're really, so large calves. Really trying to get my attention to, like, take my earbuds out, right? I was trying to ignore him because he was just in my periphery. And, but the, yeah, like, that's me when like, I do yard room, work and like, oh the fucking god. neighbors come by. Oh, my God, dude. And I was like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, oh, I see you here all the time. I just want to say hi, introduce myself. My name's whatever it was. I was like, oh, I'm Kyle. Nice to meet you. I'm just working out. And he's like, you know, uh, you know Tom Hardy, and I was like, the uh, actor, Tom Hardy. Yeah, personally, I know him pretty well. Actually, he's a good friend. We had dinner last week in Prague. Like, yeah, you, 
yeah, you kind of look like him. And I'm like, I don't. You no, you don't. I, right I look like him. Um, I mean, like, I do have, like, a generic white guy look. There are, like, a lot of white well, guys. You, you, you white? It was, like, Tom Hardy. But uh, was, I was like, oh, thanks, I guess, or whatever, you know. And I, like, put my earbud back in. He just kept going, though. He's like, you know, Tom Hardy does uh, jujitsu, right? Yeah, I guess he won a tournament, man, huh? He's like, you ever, you ever tried jujitsu? I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna try jujitsu. Try jujitsu. You remember when I Shia LaBeouf beat up Tom Hardy? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, man. I just fucking, I just lift weights. I'm old. I don't, I don't do that shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm only in the streets. But I was like, oh no. I was pol- polite. I, I don't know what to say to him. I, you know, like this is when a creep comes up to you and does creepy shit. You're just like fucking. Because you can't just like get up and like grab him and be like, yo, fuck off, man. <laughs> right? You know, well, you that's your like, urge, though, like, is it not? That's well, that's the problem. Because <clears throat> you're aware of this, too, since you're also a large yeah. fella. You don't work out like I do, but like you've been a big man your whole life, right? Well, I mean, since about <laughs> six, 17, yeah. Yeah, you as a big man, you can't like get mad in public too much or people like freak the fuck out, right? Yeah, it is. Like, it's it's, it's more terrifying when you're six five and you get pissed in public than when you're, you know, like, five ten. Like it's something you learn pretty early on. Like, all right, so I can't. It's like people are gonna get scared or uncomfortable, even if I'm just kind of like upset. So like, I don't know. I just like don't do that unless you know shit is gonna pop off. Then it's like, okay, well I'm just gonna be fucking crazy. Who cares? So I didn't. But he just kept going for a while, and I was like, oh, that's cool, man. I'm gonna get back to working out. You have a good day. And he's like, all right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. He's like, fuck it, ain't no, man, don't. Yeah. He hasn't talked to me since then, though. So uh, let me get off those vibes again. He's a creep. He's a liar. <laughs> well, you got what you wanted, though. He didn't talk to you again, so. Yeah. But anyways, yes, some fucking weird guy at the gym. And just like some you should have got a story at least, you know, like, hey man, what you? I, that's the at that point if he comes over to me, I'm gonna start razzing him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think at this point now, if he, he does continue to talk to me, I'm gonna maybe try to learn a little bit more about him. So I, I at least need to get to the point where I can ask him, like, hey man, so why do you just go sit on that bike? Hey, what you doing over that bike over there, man? Man, what you got in that room? Yeah, so I got it. You, 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 you meet any hot ladies here, huh? That's what I'm really here for. I'm cruising. Huh? I got a new friend. A new friend. What's his name? Gym. Do you know his name? I guess don't say it on him. Yeah, but do you know his, his name? name? Okay. Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. He's just some old guy at the gym in the Phoenix metropolitan area. It could be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Kevin. <laughs> dude, white dude, man. I wasn't expecting a Kevin. Why are you racist? You don't think white people can be named Kevin, an Irish name? Dude, I think every white dude I've ever known is named Kevin. Oh, no, I think the I've known one one black Kevin in, in, in elementary school. So yeah, I'm gonna find out what he's about. I'm gonna do that the, the that joke on him and ask him why he's, he pronounces his name incorrectly. <laughs> Not the Celtic way. Yeah, so speak Queen. Irish, Queen. Why say your name correctly, Queen? <laughs> well, why is it the Boston Celtics? <laughs> Boston Celtics. You know what's interesting about that is even like um FC Celtic and like the football teams in like Scotland and Ireland and yeah. shit. Even though there they say Celtic instead of Celtic. I know. What's that all about how that happened. Fucking English. 
<laughs> you know what's funny about Ireland too? I guess it's not Ireland specifically. It's more like America's like fucking we fucking man, we kill it at spreading American shit. So Samhain and Halloween it originates in Ireland, right? Yeah. It fell out of favor in Ireland. People weren't really doing it anymore, but the Irish assholes who came over to America introduced some of the shit and it became Halloween. Sold Halloween back to those goddamn patties. <laughs> America. I think that's I think that's really fun. They, I mean, there's that's a that's like oh Ireland here take this. Oh wait, what? It, 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 we didn't want candy. <laughs> well, I mean they they like I I don't know if the trick or treating aspect of it is there. It seems like it's more about burning shit, you know? <laughs> which is more traditional. But it also seems like that's kind of what you do for every holiday in yeah Ireland. Ireland's right. just like it's cold there, so they do a lot of bonfires. Yeah, like it seems like every New Year's fucking bonfire, what is it, fucking uh, Christmas bonfire, Halloween bonfire, St. Patrick's Day bonfire, St. Patrick's Day bonfire, anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement bonfire, bonfire. and then the Unionists, um, whatever, the, their fucking Orange Day or whatever that ah, Gross is. bonfire, burned down half of Northern <laughs> Ireland. Yeah, they do effigies of uh, historic Irish figures and burn the tricolor and stuff, pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool shit. And they marched around with names like Lords of Cromwell. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a video on YouTube one time of um one of the, the, the Unionist Brits. We'll call them British because they say they're British and Irish. And he's uh, he had a swastika tattoo and he was doing um the Nazi salute. How British. I think the Germans would have killed your Anglo ass too. <laughs> you know? They were trying. Yeah. Anyhow, um... Halloween ends, baby. It's Oof. over. Done. Nah, you're never going to do it again. Another more it Halloween. They're going to do like a long-awaited sequel to Halloween 3 now. I think it's definitely the end of the David Gordon Green, Danny McBride trilogy, right? Well, yeah, no, obviously. Yeah, just in much the same way we're not going to get another Rob Zombie Halloween movie. No, because he's too busy making the monsters. Which is, you know what? That was... I've... I've I like um, The Devil's Rejects. I think I've said before, that's like the one Rob Zombie film I kind of like. I don't like his maximalist horror fan style, which a lot of like indie horror people do now. If you go like look at Tubi's independent horror movies, mm-hmm. they're all just like nerds who really love horror but don't understand how movies work exactly, so they just throw shit into it, which is kind of why I never got into Rob Zombie movies. But um, The Monsters, that's fucking, that's his lane, I think. He should do like... The monsters. Family, more monsters. He could do like my pet monster live action movie. Oh shit! Yeah, that's fucking. I'll watch a Rob Zombie my pet monster movie. <clears throat> yeah, the, he needs to do just like campy cartoon shit. I think he's. I think he can do that with like a little bit so, of a like an edge to it. Also, I would love to be Rob Zombie and just like making the craziest whatever movies I want, just so I can have my hot wife be in them. He probably hates my pet monster though. I don't know. He was too old to like it in the 80s. He might not be able to do My Pet Monster because how is he? Who who could his hot wife vamp up as in My Pet Monster? The mom. It's not like a, oh, yeah. There's a mom in it. Is there like a hot vampy mom? Well, it now is a hot vampy mom. What do you mean? Sherry Moon. Put her in there. Uh, Yeah, so Halloween ends. Um, I actually kind of like it. It's a. Uh, oh, you know, here's the thing. I think as a, as a movie, it works, but not as necessarily as a Halloween the, movie. It doesn't work well. It specifically to me doesn't work as the end of the yeah. Michael Myers and Laurie Strode uh, trilogy they set up, right? 
I mean, this really has actually ended up kind of being disjointed as fuck. I feel like it kind of came loose in Halloween Kills, don't you think? Um, I think Halloween Ends actually helped me understand Halloween Kills better, under the assumption that maybe they had it kind of planned out. Because Halloween Kills is so, like, over-the-top Michael Myers action that it makes sense to do that if he's kind of barely going to be in Halloween Ends. Yeah, that's true. So, like, you fucking blow your load on Halloween Kills. But I just, my problem with it is um, I think Halloween Ends would be much more interesting if um, Michael Myers had actually died at the end of Halloween Kills. And it was about, you know, Stephen King bullshit, which they're kind of doing anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, the town corrupted, corruption. Yeah. Just, yeah, like, is haunted by, yeah, you know, fucking Derry from It. Which is totally what they're doing, anyways. Also, John Carpenter mentioned a long time ago that concept about Halloween. Also, it's like that part of Salem's Lot too. It's, it comes up a, a mm-hmm. bunch in Stephen King's writings. I'd say, yeah. I mean, so Halloween ends is uh, so Halloween twenty eighteen um is soft reboot of Halloween nineteen seventy eight. Halloween Kills is referential to Halloween two. Halloween ends is referential to Halloween three. It uses the font and that sort of thing. And then it also takes a big swing like Halloween three did very um, removed from. Yeah. When I was watching the entire time, I'm like, they're doing a Halloween three thing. Yeah. So there's like, like George Lucas said, it rhymes Uh, a a little bit, which is fun. Um, Halloween (laughs) ends is sick of this shit. Every reboot does this shit. I'm I'm like, come on. Is it fun? Are you just doing whatever else is done? I was thinking also like, um, it's basically Christine too, so that's fun. I <laughs> and uh, every not everything needs to be Stephen King, you know. I'm actually kind of tired of the uh, well-rounded, deep, heavy character study, blah 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 horror stuff that is all to me is like Stephen King based, right? Like that's everything Flanagan does like the haunting of Hill house and you know, monologue, man, all his, all his shit, Stephen King, his Halloween trilogy, Stephen King, you know, it's, oh, it's about the emotional trauma and how the, the corruption of society and well, man, I don't care anymore. Fucking zombies and titties. Let's go Let's <laughs> That's do this shit. I'm tired of it. Oh fuck. I got a title for a movie that, that we should do. It's called zombies and titties. Let's go. I watched the. Uh, uh, There's a colon in there. It's not where you think. I watched the sleazy, low budget, like saw knockoff Halloween movie on Tubi. It's called the uh, Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill. <laughs> just like ass and titties saw. It's pretty interesting. Oh man, that sounds um, like fun. But, I mean, we don't. It, I don't want the horror movies to go to that extreme. But like, it. Uh, it's like. Well, I just like is... all the big ones. Like, you know, I guess all, maybe that people just like that Stephen King shit more than. I like it I mean, a lot. The problem is that Stephen King does it really well, and Mike Flanagan doesn't do it that as good, and, and neither does fucking Danny McBride. Well, also, it's um not everything needs to be Stephen King. Like, that's Stephen King's shit. And it's technically, you know, a better style of writing, you know, better, right? You know, it's uh, more intellectual more highbrow but it's, that's weird um, for Stephen king you know what i mean but yeah you're right it doesn't need to be everything not everything needs to be that and also Stephen king himself i think he has a quote that's like themes should never get in the way of the story right yeah i've said that or something to that effect before too yeah but like fucking it does <laughs> <laughs> it's <does> quite often <laughs> 
I, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I guess when Stephen King writes, I'm pretty sure he writes the entire first draft, and then he'll go back and read the story and be like, oh, here's some things that I can pick out that are themes in this writing, and I'll kind of enhance that a little bit in the second draft if I like them. You know what I mean? So I, I, it's the same thing I said a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was last week even, about I don't necessarily like writing when it's just, oh, I'm going to write about an allegory. You know what I mean? I don't like necessarily writing where it's like, oh, I have a theme and I'm going to write about this theme. Yeah, that's boring. I just like to just fucking right. write. Yeah, just write some spooky shit. Show me some spooky shit and some um, spooky tits. Spooky shit, spooky tits. Spooky I have shit, an English degree. Tits. I know themes. Let me, let's talk about the, the themes in the fucking ghost stories of India. It's uh, food. There's a lot of oh, food. Green ends, though, um, takes a big swing. Doesn't really pay off. I give it six out of ten. <laughs> I don't yeah, I'm that's why, that's where I have it too. I have my whole list of Halloween movies that I've watched or spooky movies I watch. Six out of ten oh, is yeah. about where I put it. Yeah, I didn't um actually it, I thought it was pretty interesting. It uh just wasn't a success. It didn't really pay off on the big thing to me is like I said, it should uh Michael Myers should have died at the end of Halloween Kills and then they should have done this. Or even have it just like yeah, that it feels Corey like they're halfway at and doing it. That Corey kid finds like Michael Myers' corpse in the sewer rather than him actually still being alive or some shit, you know? Because it's yeah, it's weird like how all it's just at the end. It's like oh yeah, and also Lori finally kills him. Seems like it should have been two different movies or something. Whatever. <laughs> also, that Corey kid not very intimidating. He's getting bullied by high school kids. I don't know how he's running around killing people. <laughs> but you know, it's he's a short king. Short kings, should, you know, short kings can't be stopped. He's yeah, it's because he's got that low center of gravity. He was able to overpower people. Yeah, it's, he's really going for the legs. Yeah. Also, um, was there was the, a someone on the other sewer. What was that? What was oh, Michael yeah. Myers eating he doesn't sewer. need to eat. That was he. He gains power from killing. That's when he starts killing people. He starts feeling better. Yeah, people were saying that right from what was in Halloween Ends, right? But to me, it just looked like regular psychosexual serial killer shit. Yeah, he comes and comes his pants. You know? <laughs> he's like, oh, 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 yeah, he's for sure. That's that old man was like, I'm gonna cream himself. I didn't, I, I didn't immediately think like, oh, he's getting powered up with the cult energy. I say, like, oh, that motherfucker just came in his pants. Well, didn't the fucking so didn't Corey's hand even heal after he killed people too? I'm pretty sure that happens. Yeah. I don't know. It's the, that part, I'm like, all right, I guess there's some spooky magic going on. Ah, whatever. Spooky dooky stuff. There's some spooky. Yeah, you know, they're pulling some stuff in from the later Halloweens. The spookier Halloweens are like, oh, there's some <laughs> the thorn cult of ravens or some shit. You kind of got to do it a little bit anyways, because, you know, otherwise he's a 75-year-old man running around killing everyone. Yeah, but he's like 6'7". He's such a large man. His hips and back should be ruined by now. Yeah, if he was actually at that age, at that size, he'd be like hunched over. He could barely walk. He's he's not been keeping up with his DDP yoga. He's just been standing in a fucking mental asylum for 40 years straight. Just standing out in the yard. He wasn't doing his makina. All right, though. Uh, well, we I got to make fun of more horror movie killers for a second. Because someone on the internet was talking about, like, which, if you had to be locked in a house for, I don't know, it was like four days with a horror movie slasher, who would be the best one? It's obviously uh, the fucking fat dude from Leatherface, right? Or Leatherface? Yeah. After an hour, he runs out of chainsaw fuel and you just fight him. Oh, yeah, but he's a big fella, big boy, so. I looked up the sizes because I was curious. Mike Myers is six seven, but this dude's only six four. I can I can take him. 
He's just a fat fella with bad dental hygiene. I feel like I just trip him on the stairs and then <laughs> then we're done. What are the options? Just like any slasher villain? No, it was like they're mostly all supernatural dudes. Like Jason, Leatherface was the only. So you couldn't do like Mrs. Voorhees because I think that'd be the yeah, easiest. Yeah, obviously. No, they had a list. It was like well, you, Mike Myers, Jason, uh, Candyman, which is a poor choice. Um, I think Hellraiser or the Cenobite was in there. Pinhead. Yeah, Pinhead. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would do Mrs. Voorhees. Uh, yeah, but that wasn't an option. You're gonna fight anyway, for sure, Mrs. Voorhees. Um, it's like, also, even if uh, Leatherface, was, I would fight Chucky if he was an option. But you know, uh, three foot doll. This well, isn't supernatural. I don't think. Right? No, he's just a kind of a chunky he's dude. A big fella. He's a fat guy. It's just a country bumpkin with a chainsaw. You know, he's been mm-hmm. a corn-fed white boy. He's not a regular country bumpkin though, because I feel like Texas has their own like special breed of like backwoods people, right? Like when I think like country bumpkins, it's you know down south or around Appalachia. Texas got their own kind of, like crackers, just like Arizona. Like you go up north in the mountains, uh, you got like the you got like the Mormon crackers, monster like backwoods people, and then you got like desert crazies. I was gonna talk about those fuckers. And then, like, even in California, if you're in, like, the Inland Empire, they have their own desert crazies up in the mountains in Northern California. We got a whole different kind of crazy. Got different kind of crazies up there. Also, the Hell's Angels and shit. Um, and also, some of the weirder yeah. small towns, even in the, like, the, on the coast, are strange as fuck, too. Got lots of different kind of crazies out there. Yeah, I don't know what the options were, but I guess, uh, yeah, Leatherface is probably the best option out of, like, the big famous ones because he's not supernatural if also ghostface would be a good choice but again i think they, they hewed more towards supernatural yeah ghostface would be a fine choice because he's just teenagers now one time it was an older woman that's true i haven't really watched any of the screams except for the first one in a pretty long time second one's still pretty good i don't like any other ones well, Ghost Stories, the 2020 film from good old Netflix. This film was watched by over 2 billion people. Wow, that's two Indias. From the winning team of Lust Stories, reunites to tell some spine-chilling tales. It's an anthology horror film from India, Hindi language. Speaking of billions of people... Uh, in the 2021 was the first year over uh, 100 million people had been um, displaced, uh, despite you know against their wishes. Projected in the, within the next nine, ten years, about a billion people. Isn't that cool? That's fun. Yeah. From where? I'm sure like low lying islands, um, global south. You know, places like that. Gonna be good. Gonna be good shit. Everything's fine. Uh, we can't do anything about that. Let's talk Let's about, about ghost stories. Let's talk about ghost stories. So yeah, this uh, I guess these four directors did another anthology film, which I think is also on Netflix. Maybe we'll watch it eventually. Called Lust Stories. Ooh, I wish you watched that, watch that probably, one. I bet there's titties in it. Yeah, that one's probably more sexy, sexy romance. Um, I doubt there's really titties in it, but maybe some horny stuff. Um, well, I don't want to watch it. There's no titties in it, girl. I mean, if it's like erotic enough, you don't really need titties, you know? <laughs> Fuck you. What do you know? What do you know about anything? I know there's lots of stuff about horny stuff. That's for sure. Honestly, I don't know nothing about no titties. Ghost stories. It's a spooky movie. I realize it's a movie, so 
you know, movie stuff, but uh, everyone in this movie, fucking beautiful. Like in India, I thought that last dude, the the for the rich guy, was weird looking. They got some something outside of that. There, they're handsome. Our like our Western handsome people in movies and shit. There's like a handful like really good looking people, but it's not it's not how it used to be. (laughs) India, they're not fucking around. They're like, hey, we're gonna make ghost story anthology and say, hey, it's gonna have like two of the hottest women you've ever seen in it. And like a really handsome guy. One of them's gonna pretend to be a bird. He's barely in it. He's just a really handsome guy. They'd be like, hey, we're even gonna put aunties in it that are really good looking. Can you believe it? Only in India. Uh, Yeah, so we got four directors, four different stories. No wraparound story, which you usually get in anthology films, huh? Yeah, where's the Crypt Keeper here for me? Need like a a Crypt Keeper or an Elvira kind of person. I was watching this, I was thinking. I watch a lot of horror anthologies because they make a lot of them. It's a good like, yeah, um, it's a good concept for horror. Yeah, because a lot of horror many. movie concepts don't last for a whole movie. Yeah, but there's not very many good ones. There's especially not any that are like consistently every story is pretty good. There's the only ones I could think of were the first VHS, the first Creep Show, yeah, and Three Extremes. I think that's it. I can't. I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't think there's any other. I, mean, I was just thinking Creep Show VHS. Wait, I'm, there was one um, as when I watched as a kid that I used to like, but I'd have to go back. I, I'd, I'd have to go back and watch it. I'm sure it's not good anymore. But this one, uh, I'd say they're all of pretty good quality, except for I don't really like the last one. Uh, the last one seems like lame. It's doing like, oh, we'll get to it when we get to the fourth one, but. None of them are like exceptionally good, but they're all pretty good except for the fourth one. Is kind of yeah. I like the uh, the first one or the third one. No, no, I'm sorry. I like the second one or the third one. Not a big fan of the fourth one. The first one's just okay. I like the first one because it um is like a ghost story that like your friend would tell you or you read on like a Reddit post or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's kind of the reason I didn't like because the entire at the end I'm like yeah I'm like okay. Yeah, I was like, well, she was actually dead the whole Whole time. time. It was just her ghost. And she might be possessed by the woman now. Ooh. Ah, yeah, that part's stupid. (laughs) 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 The possession thing is stupid. I just, I think it's better that it's just her ghost was like, oh, go find my body, please. My son sucks. (laughs) So I just, I just pretend the possession thing. (laughs) But the first one is directed by uh, Zoya Akhtar. I guess I'll apologize in advance if I get if I fuck up the name is too bad. I understand like the um, I'm kind of familiar with um, like some Indian naming conventions and stuff like that, and I kind of get it. But um, and you would think it would be easy to read because it's romanized anyways from Hindi, but romanization is fucking whack for a bunch of different languages. So I assume it's probably the same case for um, names in. From Hindi or Tulugu or Tamil. So whatever. I'm trying my best. She is um a woman. Can you believe it? They let a woman direct a horror movie? A lady directing a horror movie. What will they direct next? A pornography? Yes. Yes, they will. They will allow it. Never. Not here in this so land. First, first story is uh, Samira is a nurse. I guess she, she's like dickmatized for some, some dude. <laughs> yeah, who, 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 who clearly has at least one other side chick. 
Yeah, I think he, it seems like he's got a whole family and yeah. maybe another secret family. He's like one of those guys. Yeah, yeah like fucking man, people. Get cool some fucking guy. sense. I mean, he must just a give real... the best dick in the world, but god damn. There's yeah. someone out there that does it at least as good and it will treat you a, a, a little bit better. Real Giacomo Casanova. I thought the, the whole point of Casanova was that he wasn't actually that big of an asshole. I don't know. His name is uh, Gudu. Gudu. Uh, but yeah, so she's got a. She's but she's like well, working. She's like a uh, a nurse, like an in home nurse, elderly elderly care shit. And, she's kind of a uh, piece of shit too, though. She's like, I'm still really dying, lady. Yeah, I mean, I get it though. That job probably fucking sucks. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. But yeah, she's got to fill in for some other nurse, so she's taking care of a patient she doesn't really know. Uh, this old lady's got everything wrong with her. She's, uh, her hair is all frizzy. Her skin's loose. She smells bad. And yeah. stuff. She had a stroke. Um, I mean, she's really hungry all the damn against. time. She's got a real piece yeah. of shit son, which, you know. Yeah, her son was supposed to come take care of her over the weekend. We were led to believe that's the case at first. Turns out he didn't. She actually died. <laughs> In the kitchen, trying to get some snacks. Uh, Samira finds the body, and then I guess gets possessed by the old lady's ghost. But I don't know. Also, if the old lady was a ghost at the end, why is she still crawling? She should get up and walk around on her ghostly feet. Yeah, I would. That's for sure. Yeah, but I I thought this one was all right. It's got um, I sort of like a, um, the blandest sort of camera movements and like cinematography out of. Most of them is better than the fourth one, but it's still pretty cool. Um, Samira, her, her actress's name is uh, John V. Kapoor. She's a cutie with the booty, so I give this one nine out of ten. <laughs> She's, I don't know. She just. Uh, I don't know that I necessarily saw her butt much in this. So I can, can you comment on that booty? I loved her. I continue to love her. All right. Well, why don't you send her to start sending her creepy messages on the internet and see how it goes for you. Even if she's possessed by that old lady's ghost, I still love her. Probably even better. I mean, that old lady probably, I mean, probably knows how to cook. That old lady seemed like she was with the shit, except for she's rich, right? She's like, oh, yeah, that would be, well, that'd be awful, wouldn't it? To be married to a rich woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'd get along. I'd be like, you stupid rich lady with your always giving me gifts and treats. Give me $100, I'm going to the arcade. Yeah, so it's pretty good. It's like uh, not anything amazing. Competently made. The main actress it does a good job. I believe she's scared. I, I actually I believe she has a big booty. She's a big booty Judy. Um, I don't want to just comment on her body or her gorgeous good looks. She seems to be a good actress too. I like in um India. I don't know if it's there's a lot of different regions and cultures in India, so I hate to paint with that broad of a brush. But I, don't, I guess I don't know enough about the Indian subcontinent. But um, this is, like, something I think is cute in, like, uh, Korean culture and stuff, too. But I like in India, like, you just call older people, like, auntie and uncle and shit like that. Like, in Korea, everyone's just walking around calling their friends, like, big brother or big sister or auntie or uncle and call people grandma and grandpa and shit. That's cute. We should do that shit. If you call, you see an old man on the street here. In the West, though, and you're like, hey, what's up, Grandpa? That's like fucking... <laughs> he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna, it's fight time. <laughs> yeah, you're taking the piss. You're like, hey, Giza. <laughs> <laughs> it's that old man. Yeah. 
You can't go that's, anymore. <laughs> that shit's cute. I like it. I think it's cute when they, when you call an old man on the street. What's up, Grandpa? What's up, Grandpa? <laughs> you baldy bitch. That's what I said. What's up, you baldy bitch? <laughs> Your hips don't work right no more, do they, old man? At the end of it, um, she the the police came to get the body because presumably she called about the body, even though she's possessed and she's just chilling on the couch, not talking. I guess Why she got is she it. not talking. She's possessed. She doesn't want to. She's got to figure everything, some things out. You know, obviously. So you gotta get used to walking around with that, dragging around that <laughs> big booty. The thing um, about Samira is her big, her big boot. When she lets down her hair, she has bangs. But a lot of the time, she's got her hair pulled back. How does she do that? Her bangs are pretty short. I need someone to show me how she did that. <laughs> Why are you gonna grow your hair out long like that and do your bangs and, and hair like, in similar fashion? Or you just know? I need to know. Uh, I don't know. I'm just curious. I've never seen. I'm sure it's a lot of a lot of products. Well, it's just like if your bangs only like go, you know, to your eyebrows, can't be like long enough to go all the way back with the rest of the hair in your ponies down. I don't know. I guess I could rewatch it and pay more attention and see how she has her hair tied. It's not that important. <laughs> no, no, no. Like let's just talk about that for the next hour and a half. I'd have to get another look at her, to be honest. <laughs> I think I'm going to watch more movies that she's in. Is she, uh, is she in Lust Story? Oh, maybe. Let's check. She's in not Lust Story. She's in a movie called Ruhi. Yeah. And uh, Dadak. So what's that to do for me? Nothing. Good luck, Jay. <laughs> Yeah, I might check out some more. What she got going on. Uh, anyhow, uh, there's a second story. This one's directed by Anurag Kashyap. And in this movie, I think it's in Britain, right? Seems like it's in Britain. Britain. In, uh, Britain. In I don't know if I paid close enough attention. Is there uh, from Britain? I think it's in England. It's not England. England. This one is the most visually interesting, except for I wish maybe they would have done black and white instead of just like the monochrome filter. But <clears throat> when I think of England, I think of monochrome. So <laughs> kind of fits. Like they, I guess uh, you mentioned when I think the, the reason I do think it might be English is because it is that monochrome. Yeah, whenever you depict Mexico, you put that like bright yellow filter on it, right? If you're yeah. going to do England. Thanks, Breaking Bad. Yeah, so uh, this one concerns a woman who is pregnant, and she's uh, having, I don't know, some stress, some paranoia around it, and she's got a creepy little nephew. Creepy little demon nephew. Loves her quite a bit, and she's worried about her pregnancy. She keeps hallucinating uh, having a miscarriage. Did you like the shot where they show her uh, miscarriage in her panties and then the um, the embryo goes, wah? <laughs> yeah, that was but nice. Since, since you didn't like the uh, the all the fun stuff in Blonde, I figured you wouldn't like that that scene either. <laughs> well, I, I, it's not that I didn't like the fun stuff in Blonde. It's just like in Blonde, it's like, well, I know why people don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um... I thought that was pretty cool. I like the bird human makeup monster. That's like, I, I mean, cool. like in this, it works in this because it's a horror movie. In in Blonde, it's like, oh, Blonde's a horror movie. <laughs> Some people <laughs> sure was. Yeah, this movie fucking rules. Uh, it is the most visually interesting. I don't like the monochrome too much. Like I said, it'd be better black and white, but I'm okay with it because they do lots of fun stuff with the camera. 
Uh, they got a fucking bird person monster in it that looks really spooky. Yeah, that bird person. It's fucking beak and long neck. It's creepy ass eyes. Yeah, the way they um, did the makeup for the eyes with the beak, it's just like, oh, if I saw that shit like coming down the hallway, I'd be pretty upset. (laughs) Pretty upset about that bird person. I'm sorry about the omelet this morning. And if you can believe it, if you can believe it, this story has another gorgeous woman in it. <laughs> what is going on in India? Turn about that bird part. The bird's hot as fuck, too. I mean, here's the thing. like, If if the kid's whole plan is to actually cause a miscarriage and so that the husband leaves her and then, you know, she he has <laughs> the crazy. auntie all to himself. She goes crazy, though, and he never sees her again. Yeah, I kind of didn't get that either, but maybe she'll like settle down and be all right, you know. Because and the dad will be like, "Yeah, it's fine. She went a little cuckoo, but you know, you understand it." I don't got any boss to watch this dumb son of a bitch. Well, it's also we don't know exactly what he did. It seems it's implied he slipped something into her drink, right? But like, he he also might just be like a an omen sort of situation, a Damien, right? Yeah, he because at one point he starts coloring and she starts going ah. Uh, uh, but also, she could just be crazy. Or he could be a that. little Damien. No, because these are ghost oh. stories, not crazy woman stories. Oh, but possession is kind of not a ghost story. <laughs> but she was dead. She was possessed by a ghost. Uh, the, this woman's name in, who stars in this is uh, Sobita Dulipala. 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 I'm fucking drawn to hold over here. Adima Dizza. Yeah, she's great. Um, she turns into a bird. Is she in Lust Story? Uh, let's see if she's in Lust Stories. This podcast is getting creepy. Um, no, she's in a bunch of other movies. Uh, hopefully some of these are on Netflix so we can watch them. Otherwise, we'll never Probably. see them. There's a lot of um, like Hindi language stuff on Netflix. She's born 31st of May, 1992 in Tanal. India into a Telugu speaking family. Whoa. Yes, yeah, so uh we don't know that the kid does it. It could also be she's actually turning into a bird for some reason. It could be that curse. Remember, she has a flashback where she broke some bird's eggs and her mother's like, You're cursed now, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you broke those bird's you eggs, you're gonna get miscarriages. Eggs. Help you happy. Yeah, you you ruined this bird's pregnancy. Now you're not ever gonna get pregnant. How do you feel about that? <laughs> My good bitch. Dr. Cap. So obviously she was raised by Mother Dearest. Yeah, so she could have been just cursed, right? It could have just been that curse. It was <laughs> bird revenge. Yeah, that seems reasonable. So uh, I mean, obviously is, it's poison, uh, it's bird revenge, or it's a Damien situation. Could be any of those things because this is a ghost story. This is the best uh, story in the movie, don't you think? Yeah, it's definitely either this one or the next one. I think I'm sure someone will argue that the weird zombie one will be the best. I think this is my favorite one. Uh, this is my favorite one for sure. I guess there could be an argument that the story in this next in the third part is better or more interesting or more appealing. But this one looks the best. I like the acting in it and the tone, just like a general vibe of it. Yeah, it's fucking it's cool. It, it's really good. I like it. It's definitely the standout for me. Uh, it's got um, Sabitha in it. It's gorgeous. Some dude plays her brother in it. He's also handsome as fuck. What's going on in India? That's not Someone her brother, is it? That's her sister's 
uh, husband, her dead sister's husband, former brother-in-law. Yeah, he's handsome. Her husband's not as handsome though, huh? Husband's a real ugly. Yeah, little little bit. He's kind of a dick too, and not even kind of real dick. Real neglectful kind of dick. Like who cares? Who cares about this woman? One of the most beautiful women Shit, she's going crazy in bird miscarriage. God damn it. You're supposed to be on the table. Uh, The third one is directed by uh, Debakar Banerjee. And this one's kind of a zombie story. Yeah. It's like uh, Day of the Dead where it's like, yeah, there's a zombie hierarchy. It's Day of the uh, Dead or Land of the Dead or whatever the fucking Zack Snyder zombie movie was. That is the Dawn of the Dead remake. No, no, the new one. That one in Vegas, whatever the oh, fuck it was called. Army of the Dead. Yeah. That one was? That one, yeah, that one sucks. Yeah, it was dumb. They also, there was never any army in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one also stars a nerd. So there's a, a nerd in the second story who's married to um, Neha. And then in this story, our hero, I guess. Well, not our hero, our protagonist. He's a nerd, too. He yeah, knows he's a nerd because he's got glasses. A little bit of a hero, you know, not low key. I guess. Um, yeah. This uh, this story for sure has the best hook, the best opening of of any of the um the stories. <clears throat> well, it's just because it's like is... it just throws you right into it. It's like, oh, hey, follow me if you want to live. Run when well, I say also, run. This is the coolest shit. In this is why zombie movies, the first like fifteen twenty minutes of every zombie movie, is cool as shit. To me, anyways, is just like I like when it's like everything's fucked. What's going on? Or even when you get to see everything collapsing, right? Like the opening of Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, right? That's one of the coolest like ten, fifteen minute sequences in any horror movie. I have a, or I have a, an idea for a zombie movie that's kind of like that, where you tell the entire story of like the zombie apocalypse in this one town, but through like you know vignettes of different people. Uh, World War Z. I guess that is World War Z, isn't it? But no, it was more like one night, you know, not like a whole fucking yeah. war campaign. But I guess it is the same idea. I didn't think about that. Fuck off. You you write Red Player One once. <laughs> I watched an episode of um, the Creepshow TV series the other day where <clears throat> it seemed it seemed to be taking place in the same world as uh, Night of the Living Dead, the original Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. It was a community that was kind of. Um, more rural so mm-hmm. it was like uh they were the full effects of the zombie outbreak hadn't like really hit them yet they were still just kind of seeing it on the news plus remember like the night of the living dead like zombie it wasn't a zombie apocalypse exactly well uh, like yeah it, it looked like it was about to be cleaned up right right and then if you assume if you assume um dawn of the dead is a sequel then things just got out of hand from there yeah so but it's this community because when they're burning the zombies it got in yeah, it's like a little bit Stephen Kingy this episode of Creep Show because it's more just about like the 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 troubles this town has with a particular like shitty individual, but like in the background of it all is like the zombie shit is starting to happen and I it was like it wasn't amazing right because it's a Creep Show TV show, but like I thought it was such an interesting concept. It's like I think it would be interesting for there to be a whole movie that was from the perspective of a more rural, smaller community, and, like, as the zombie apocalypse is, like, starting to come home sort of thing, right? And just, like, the panic as it sets in, or, like, how the town falls <laughs> apart? Just, like, yeah, like... Like, first know, looks the... like they're gonna band together, and... 
Yeah, just how, like, it starts off with, like, oh, you know, things are going to be fine, just day-to-day bullshit, and, like, that slowly starts to fall away as, you know, the shit gets worse. I think it's interesting. But, yeah, the episode is from, like, the third season, I think. It's, like, the last episode of the third season. It's not great, but it's worth checking out just for the concept, I think. I wonder why no one's actually taken, like, Stephen King's short stories and then just turned that into a streaming series. You know what I mean? Because all these people take a, a Stephen King short story and then try to stretch it out into like an hour and a half movie. Mm. To me, it seems like it just at this point it'd, it'd be ripe for a, like an anthology series where you just make it as long as it needs to be, and Isn't that's your it, episode. Um, Tales from the Dark Side wasn't that a lot of that Stephen King stuff? Was it? I don't remember that one because it was George Romero and Stephen King coming off of the first creep show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but was it actually from his? I thought they were news stories, though, weren't they? I think they might have been news stories, and he was just kind of more of a producer. I don't know. I'd have to look into it more. Um, uh, third story. Yeah, it's kind of a zombie story. Not exactly though. This uh, nerd shows up to town. I gotta stop calling him a nerd. He's like a handsome actor who just has glasses <laughs> on. He's not really a nerd. <laughs> uh, Hurting all the nerds' feelings out there. Yeah, the small town's all beat to shit. There's stuff on fire, and you know immediately, zombies <laughs> happened. Oh, I was gonna you say think? late stage capitalism. <laughs> I mean, this story is absolutely some sort of class message in here, you think? No. Maybe even uh, something addressing, like, maybe, like, the different ethnic conflicts that have happened in the Indian subcontinent? I don't know. I don't know. To me, it's just zombie shit. Like I said, you know, themes never get in the way of the story. Show me the fucking zombie shit. Or in this case, animal men. Fucking Island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> there's only one animal, man. The other ones are, are kind of more classic zombies. Well, there's some people that seem to be um, transitioning also to animal men, right? They like, seem to be in a transitional phase. There's some people that have, like, fucked up faces, but they haven't turned into Chaka from Land of the Lost yet. Living in the land of the lost. Man, I used to love that show. So he runs into two kids. These kids are like, "Man, you what are you doing out here, you crazy man? Fucking they the people from big town came to small town and started eating us." And hey, her, did my cousin Chunky get shit? Where's Chunk? Her dad ate my dad. Her dad's also he's the king of the zombies. He's the king of the animals. He's man. like mayor of big town. He's like big big man of big town. Yeah, but he's he's, he's big daddy big town. Wheel. He's a big wheel liquor factory. This one, it's uh, not as visually interesting. There's like a mood and a tone in the second story. And also the score helps a lot that I really like, that I really vibe with. That's like kind of not in this one. Otherwise, I would think this one is the best because the story itself is the most interesting, right? Yeah, for sure. But except for it was all a dream. No, it wasn't a dream. That's the whole thing. Hey, that's yeah. a, all these stories are like that. You know, after the first one, yeah. you should have figured it out. Like, oh, there's going to be like a weird twist. What a twist. A little twist. A little twist. A little yeah, twist. I, that kind of, I don't know. It kind of cheap. It kind of sours me on this one. Is um Yeah, so first of all, the scene in the schoolhouse, though, where um uh, Chaka jumps in through the windows <laughs> and they're like all trying to be still. And it's going on. And then Chuck so lays down on the desk and like, takes a little nap. And, uh, and then his daughter, it turns out that that's, uh, that's her dad. It, it, she's like, please don't me, dad. But he eats her. And then uh, it just keeps going on still. And you're just hanging out with them. Like them trying, the two survivors trying to be still. 
That shit um is really good. It's like uh they're really building the tension. I wasn't like losing my mind edge of my seat watching it because for some reason like I'm not as emotionally affected by movies as I used to be when I was younger. I think it's probably getting older, but also I like overanalyze movies. <laughs> You're uh, just but, dead inside. Yeah, I was so I, I like I was a layer removed from the tension of the film where I was just like, wow, this is, they're really building some tension here. This is a, this is really good filmmaking. That's what I was thinking. Like a fucking loser. I just thought, I guess part of my problem with movies these days is that I do the same thing. I do as a kid where I try to put myself in the situation. Right. Mm. And like, how would I react? And Hey, would I be as scared as these people? And that used to make me scared as a kid, but now it's like, well, I'll fucking fight Leatherface. You couldn't beat this animal, man. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm going to sit there and watch me the kid. I'm just going to fucking let do it then, motherfucker. I'm not going to run ahead. You know what I mean? I don't want to fucking be scared for six days. Fuck this you shit. Barely, you barely would have known that kid. You might have been like, well, maybe I'll just chill and see how long I can. You know, maybe yeah, I, I mean, just, just yeah, I, fuck, man. I don't know about you, but I, I really don't think I want to sit and watch Kick It even. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> he's, he's an animal, man. Did you think about that? He's an animal, man. You're right. I mean, like, you don't know how, obviously, again, we'll talk about like it's real, but you don't know how you're going to act in that situation. But just, well, I, I don't want to, I don't think I want to sit there and want to kick it and even fuck it. Well, I, I guess I still do that a little bit myself, too, put myself in a situation. Because the part where um he tries to, like, be sneaky about it, where he, like, pretends to play with the shit on the desk again and then yells at him to see if they move. Mm-hmm. If I was in that situation, I wouldn't have been prepared for that shit at all. Yeah, I mean, they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I would have been fucked. <laughs> like, that got me, absolutely. <laughs> oh, and the following scene, too, where they're like, oh, let's fucking, let's do the Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, <laughs> why does everybody do that shit now? Anytime you watch a zombie movie, before they did it in Shaun of the Dead, it's something you thought of, right? You'd yeah, like, when but now that you see people do it, you're like, you know what, it actually seems kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's why they do it in movies, because it's like, well... You know, maybe it'll work. But yeah, they rub their friend's uh, blood all over him. It doesn't make sense to me because it's like, he, wouldn't well, you yeah, want to rub the blood of another zombie on them? Because you rub like a blood of a person on you, then it's like, oh, I want, I'm gonna eat that. I'm gonna eat that person. Well, right? it did, yeah, it doesn't make sense in this specific case either because of that. But also, it's the you have to eat people for them to not want to attack you. So like, just rubbing blood on you, you know what I mean, like. But it doesn't really work anyways, so. Yeah. Yeah, I figured that it one out pretty quick. Like the, it works on, like, the dumb, dumbass, like, regular-ass zombies. It doesn't work on animal, man. <laughs> uh, that's, this scene, or this sequence is, uh, I think the tension in this sequence is really good, too, where you're like, oh, are they going to be able to pull this shit off? Uh, little man ends up having to eat part of the hand, um, so we get to see from his perspective that he's losing his sight, right? After his nerdy friend falls in the pit running from him. Because he's becoming one of them. He's going to have to vision based on movement like a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Glasses Man, uh, he, the jig is up. The Animal Man, he kind of lets him go by, but then he gets the little kid to eat it. Little kid like looks over at Glasses Man. I don't think intentionally, right? He's just kind of like, oh, what's going on? You know what I mean? And Animal Man's sharp enough that he's like, mm-mm. They chase him. He falls in a pit. Animal Man throws him the hand to eat. So the Animal Man's main drive, I don't know why he attacked and ate his own child, because it seems like he's like giving people chances to become one of them, right? Yeah, I, yeah. again, like, even though this overall might have the best story, I think some of the internal logic, if you really break it down, doesn't mm. doesn't work out. Uh, which happens a lot in zombie movies, if you 
Yeah. You're honest to yourself. Just zombies uh, don't really make sense, period. So you just gotta deal with it. Yeah. To be like hell pedantic about zombies, like, oh, if they're the undead and they're gonna move around, their body muscles are gonna produce lactic acid, which breaks down your muscle. They're gonna be able to walk like 30 feet and then they won't be able to walk anymore. You know what I mean? Fucking yeah, but zombies. there's like some sort of zombie, zombie magic going on inside. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyhow, though, he doesn't eat the um, hand and the animal man's gonna jump in the pit after him, but it was all a dream. It was all a dream. It was all a dream. I used to read Word, Word Up magazine. magazine. But I guess it's not a dream, though. He gets picked up by um, Animal the human versions of the zombie people that we've seen in the streets. Um, yeah, the principal is fucking great because he just looks like he did before. He's like, hey. Yeah, but he's not throwing up now. <laughs> ah, hey, I'm the coolest guy in school. Kids love me. <laughs> So I kind of actually don't really get what the twist is supposed to be in. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the end. So he uh, is none of that happened, or did it happen? And they're act, they're able to not they're able to turn back into regular. You know what I mean? It's like none of that shit was real, but it has to have been somewhat real because Animal Man's got the earring, like the guy, Animal like Man. the context that's everything's burned, and yeah, like for sure it was real. Shit that he learned from the kids, but the kids are already dead, and this small town's fucked up. I don't know. I think they should have probably just um ended it when Animal Man eats him. Jumped on him? Yeah. Yeah, that should just been the end of it. I don't know why there's this like... Oh, you need a, a twist. Need a funkin' twist. Hey, haven't you seen the fucking Twilight Zone, motherfucker? You put a twist in this thing, goddammit. That's, that's the fuck. That's the fucking rules. Outer Limits, Creep Show, Tales from the Dark Side, Tales from the Crypt, blah, blah. It's all it's always like poetic irony and karma and twisty twists. That's <laughs> just always, that's all that shit. Tired of it. Just let people die. Just be killed by the animal, man. Looks like Chaka from <laughs> Living in the Land of the Lost. You think the kids will like that? Land of the Lost. What? You think the kids will like Land of the Lost? Uh, the Danny McBride and Will Ferrell one? Our dad likes that one. No, no. I was talking about the one we used to watch as kids. Oh. The, it has like the dude from Step by Step in or some shit. I don't think it's actually you Dempsey, know, but... Uh, I guarantee you that one of the streaming services has a recent remake of Land of the Lost. No way. I the recent one, for a, sure, the Danny McBride and Will Ferrell, but not the... No, I bet they have, like, a TV series that they tried to do on Amazon Prime or some shit that's Land of the Lost. All right, well, we'll get done with the last story. I'll look into it. <clears throat> story four, directed by Karan Johar. This sucks. sucks. Yeah, it fucking <laughs> This sucks. Also, the you said everybody is, in this movie is handsome. I'll fucking fight you about the dude in this. The fucking rich billionaire guy, he's ugly. Oh, I think he's handsome. He's not... Um, mm, probably Pete, yeah, think Pete Davidson's know. handsome, too, huh? Pete <laughs> Davidson? Skull-eyed. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't think Pete Davidson is, like, traditionally handsome, but there's definitely he has some sort of charisma. It's, uh, it's his personality, not his fucking looks. I mean, it's also not just his personality exactly, but how his personality is. Yeah, well, um, the way he carries himself and shit. I know how what you're talking about, goddammit. Even like the way his mouth moves when he talks, the way the the eye contact he makes, or the, you know what I mean? Like little minuscule shit like that. that (laughs) You sound like like, you're in love with Pete Davidson, guy. You motherfucker. No, I noticed that in all people. I'm a fucking weirdo, man. No, you're not. You're a handsome, beautiful Um, boy, and I love you. 
Yeah, this one is uh, is Ira. Her the actress's name is Irish. Althaker, gorgeous, <laughs> big gorgeous thighs. Uh, I do a little meaty. He doesn't love a meaty thigh, you know. Meaty claws. Oh, that reminds me. So there's um, there's this this K-pop woman who's uh she's a bit of a smoke show. You and right. your fucking K. God damn, dude. This probably girl's probably eighteen. Oh no, she's this this woman's like thirty. I don't know that many K-pop thirty-year-olds, but all right. They, 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 her group's been around for like eight or nine years or something. All right, so she's she's probably twenty-six. They have like they recently released another song, but like for the last few years, she's been doing more like TV shows and shit. That's how I know her. Most oh yeah, your Korean variety shows. Exactly. So like her, her career as an idol is probably waning because yeah, she's coming up on thirty. I think she's like twenty nine or some shit. Which is fucking that's like grandma shit. She's a hag. <laughs> God, wow. That's your chance, I guess. Anyhow, she's um, she's I mean, terrible. I, that's misogyny for you. She's not thick like we have here in America. Like our pop stars are thick, right? Oh yeah, yeah, they don't eat bread like they do. We do here. Yeah, but she is pretty thick. For K-pop, right? Because K-pop, you gotta be thin and shit. She's got some shit going on, right? But um, I saw someone translated like a post, a comment someone made on like one of their recent performances, and this dude was like, "Anytime I see Hwasa, all I see is just fat thighs and big hips and a fat ass and blah blah." And it's like, "Yeah, that shit rules, man. What the fuck are you talking about? What a fucking loser!" You know, it you takes takes all kinds, Kyle. <laughs> What is going on? That's loser shit. That's a loser mindset. <laughs> That's uh, uh You know, I've I'm pretty sure I've been fat shaming Leatherface this entire show, but <laughs> there's there's a difference. Yeah, but if he was like Yossified Queen, like a big like teddy bear man, you know, but he's not. He's a fat hillbilly. <laughs> Different kind of fat, you know? Yeah, he's a greasy yeah, fat. <laughs> You know, I'm fucking that dude. He's got what a mindset. I have a, a, a mindset, a plentiful mindset, a mindset of plenty. You know, bigger thighs, bigger ass, bigger hips, bigger toes, as big as they can get. Give me those big meeting toes, those little toes. Uh, so, anyways, in uh, this fourth story, the 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 gimmick we got here, Gra- they're talking to fucking grandma ghosts. It's your dead grandma, but yeah, she's not really. Yeah, everybody, uh, you knew this where it was going the entire time, right? Yeah. Anyways, I wanted to talk about how the the film uh, is made rather than the story itself. Okay. Uh, so they have this thing going on where it's shot and acted and purposely uh, directed to imply that it's like a regular Indian romantic movie, right? You notice that with like the lighting. Mm-hmm. And the the characters meet cute, kind of, and, you know, that sort of shit. And then, oh, it gets turned on its ear because it's a grandma ghost. But unfortunately, um, the way the film looks and the way the characters act and interact, et cetera, et cetera, uh, it kind of just comes across still as um, a lame sort of romantic movie, you know, so it looks bad. Just <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also the tone the doesn't work either, really, because it's like, hey, it's a grandma ghost in this quirky com- romantic comedy we got going. Especially when she goes to check in with her um, uh, equally gorgeous friend at the bar, and they're like, ah, blowjob jokes. Yeah, that was really... <laughs> so, yeah, but the, but the grandma ghost. <laughs> Are we scared of the grandma ghost or not? I don't know, is it creepy? Or... Your new husband, even if the grandma ghost isn't real, 
Your new husband talks to his grandma's ghost every night and is like a little bitch about it. Yeah, like, I mean, he fucking, like, he, instead of having sex with you, he yelled at you because you didn't say goodnight to his grandma ghost. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, good, did, yeah. probably not the time to make blood blood chub jokes, guys. I, <laughs> yeah, but you know, they're fucking, they're just getting lit on mimosas. They got white girls in India too. <laughs> Where are you, Kyle? We explore our culture everywhere. Yeah, so this one's probably the worst. It's like not terrible, honestly. Like the reviews and the the score on IMDb, everything about this movie going into it, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm guessing I'm gonna be like hella disappointed and blah blah. blah. Yeah, but it doesn't really actually, match up at all. I didn't see the yeah. Well, just to make it to your point, Rotten Tomatoes, thirty three percent for critics, sixty six. I'm sorry, sixteen percent for uh, audiences. So. I guess maybe maybe I don't know enough about like um, Hindi films or something like maybe they like I'm thinking from the perspective of critics at least maybe like they fucking have some bomb ass like fucking horror movies <clears throat> coming out of India that make this look like absolute trash or something right Cause yeah so all the most of the critic reviews do seem to be from Indian reviewers or Hindi or someone with someone with oh, oh, oh maybe they're just like opposed to horror shit it's one of, it's got there's got to be something going on in Indian film <clears throat> that um either they're making like dope ass horror shit that puts this to shame or the fact that it's horror itself is kind of giving it bad reviews. And this is the first time I think I'm ever dunked on a fucking critic here, but I got one uh, for uh, this is from the Indian Express. Overall, there's not enough sustained unease or sense of dread or foreboding, nor is there too much originality. I got flashes of John Krasinski's A Quiet Place, fucking where, and Daphne Dumars' Rebecca. So Quiet Place is in the third story with the zombies when he's first hanging out with the kids and they're telling him to be quiet, but that's like not... That's, that's fucking... That's, that's fucking real thin guy. Or girl. It's a girl. Sorry. Gal. What was the other movie she referenced? Uh, Rebecca. Rebecca, huh? Well, oh, I guess the second star. I don't know. It seems kind of again. You know, what originality do you want in a horror movie these days? I, I don't know. Well, that seems yeah, like real. So, I mean, it is. It's okay. We got a zombie one. We got a, a body horror, Rosemary's Baby one kind of thing, uh, or Rebecca, I guess. Uh, we got a. <laughs> no, no, we got a. One, we got a um, just a general sort of ghost story. And then we got a grandma ghost. I, I like the grandma ghost. I'm trying to think. There's, I'm sure there's other horror media that has like a similar premise, but I mean, it's like it's a horror anthology. They're always going to be kind of cliche, you know, except for three extremes, I guess. I don't know. I think they're all pretty effective for what they're trying to do. They're not amazing or anything, but it's this movie's way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely better than 33 percent or 16 percent. Well, are there like amazing Indian horror movies that I'm I don't aware of? No, well, I mean, if, if you're gonna reference fucking a quiet place in a review and you're an Indian reviewer, then I'm gonna say no. Then no, there's nothing. The thing is, like, I don't think I'm, I'm not like hella into Indian movies, but like, I think I know enough about them that my feeling is that they didn't really make like straight up horror movies very often, rather than like their horror movies. That not they're not as bad as like China, where um. It's got to be Scooby-Doo everything, but they are maybe like modern Hong Kong horror where it's mostly just like folk tales that are kind of spooky, but not necessarily horror. I don't know. It's, it's, 
uh, probably Kyle at McVentureProductions.com. <laughs> Email me some recommendations for Indian horror movies. But yeah, I don't, this is like not, it's got like a 4.4 on IMDb, 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's, I don't know. I, I think this is like six out of 10 at least. It's just the last one that kind of sucks. And it's like not even that bad. It's just like a little bit too simple and then like not uh, directed. Yeah, I feel like if you're going to do, um, you know, the anthologies, you either keep story one or you keep story four, but you don't do both. Obviously, if you're just like, oh, here's we're going to do four stories, you can do whatever you want. It doesn't work, but I think that in this situation, it's rather than like creep show or like the I mean there is there are some whatever. themes that carry between the or motifs that carry between the uh, stories so that they had to have some planning involved I didn't see who wrote them but yeah but my thinking is rather than like creep show or western um anthologies until recently with like VHS and stuff uh they're usually directed by like one person mm-hmm. this one and like three extremes or VHS is like uh they each it seems to me each director came up with their own story and made their own film and they're just kind of put together like as shorts like three extremes or VHS <clears throat> maybe with some themes in mind so um there's no way for there to be like tonal or technical consistency across all the stories with that being the case so you know you just got an odd one out at the end there so like I I don't know how much communication they were doing between each other basically for there to be like oh you're kind of stepping on my toes because I got a granny ghost and it's like well no, I'm, I'm doing it would be great if they like do whatever you want and they got four granny ghost stories yeah why not fuck it <laughs> they call them granny ghost stories yeah actually I don't know it's pretty good um I mean even like the best anthologies I can think of um. Creep show the story at the end with the bugs is just like oh bugs are kind of gross you know what I mean like that one's kind of whatever to me bugs uh, are VHS, gross, the one story where it's um just a couple on vacation and like she kills her boyfriend or whatever and like that one kind of sucks you know they can't all be winners except for three extremes all three of the stories <laughs> three extremes are good but it's like the some of the greatest directors of all time made that one so hard to compete with but anyhow i mean anthologies you know they can't all be tens some of them got to be stinkers and sevens and threes yeah six out of ten i guess it's better than most everything we've watched except for okja and blonde there's gotta be something there was another movie in there that was good wasn't there i feel like there was we've watched we've watched 14 movies Two of them kind of good. 14 movies, two of them, um, uh, three of them, not too bad. Four of them, I guess. Uh, Nobody Sleeps in the Woods was all right. Yeah. It's the, you know, it's it's like growing on me. It's getting better <laughs> and better as we watch more movies, to be honest. Like, <laughs> Nobody Sleeps in the Woods is better than oh. 1922. Yeah, that's true. I, you know, 1922 is, is more competently made. Like, the acting's better, it's shot better, um, yeah. the soundtrack's better, but the overall story is not as good. You know what I mean? It's like, again, the, the Stephen King short stories and novellas, I just find that really weird to just try to stretch that into like an hour and a half movie. I don't know. Maybe I've had enough of Stephen King. I'm tired of you, Stephen King, you old son of a bitch. 
Uh, damn, this is this might be a pretty long episode. Seems like that's the fucking anthologies for you. You had to talk about all of them. Also, this is like the first time since Blonde I've been excited to talk about one of the movies we watched because we watched like, Blonde wow. like two two movies ago though. Yeah, but like those are the two standouts where like I watched this one and I was like, hey, this is actually better than I thought it would be. How fun! Anyhow, what you been watching for Halloween? A bunch of shit. I have a whole list. I've I've watched like twenty movies. I uh, guess save it for next week. All right. Unless you want to read it off now. No, I guess I, unless you want to least we're, we're going long. Let's see how long next week is. So I'll have, I'll have an even longer list. Yeah, we talked too much about uh, Halloween ends and Pussy Trap, Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill. <laughs> Everyone check it out on Tubi. Tubi, the best streaming service. This podcast brought to you by Tubi. And uh, I, you know, I would, I would like to join you in, in that, but until they actually pay money, I'm not going to promote Tubi any longer because I heard that they might uh, um, greenlight Rob Schneider's The Animal 2. With Rob Schneider? With Rob Schneider. Maybe Tubi's not the best streaming service <laughs> in the world. Are they going to get the girl from uh, Survivor back is my question? That was the one with her. The girl from Survivor, right? The Animal, the animal was, yeah. I believe. Well, shit. Fuck Tubi then. Um, this podcast brought to you by Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party. Thank you, boys. Please go to VHSKVLT.com. Yeah, that's where the other podcasts are at. You can donate to the Patreon and stuff. Uh, we got to watch another movie next week. Oh, uh, yeah, don't we? It's not time for Hubie Halloween yet. That's like the week after that. Oh, let's watch the new Marlon Wayans Halloween movie that came out on Netflix. Oh, uh, The Curse of Crick Hall or whatever? Yeah, whatever that is. The Curse of Marlon Wayans. Do <laughs> you mean Sean Wayans? It's Marlon, isn't it? Yeah, oh, but the current I get it. <laughs> I don't think any of the lenses are cursed. I don't know if you would call having that much charisma being a curse. <laughs> They're so handsome and talented. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. The whole family, huh? Yeah, we'll watch that one. Uh, uh, even some of the kids. You've seen Damon Williams Jr., right? Yeah. He's in uh, The New Girl, right? Yeah, in that other show that everybody used to like. The good, cool. The good cool. The good cool. Yeah, we'll watch that. It'll probably be bad, but... um. Marlon Wayne's rules. Yeah, I like good Marlon Wayne's. Uh, go to com. Tell your friends and family. Tell your pets. Tell your haters. Tell your crushes. Tell your grandma tell ghosts. The ops, tell the cops. Don't tell, tell don't the cops. Don't talk to cops. Don't tell the cops. Don't no, talk to cops. Tell the cops to listen to this podcast. No, I'm a, don't I'm talk to cops. Uh, yeah, just whatever. Content sewer, we're doing it. We're out here. We're reviewing all the original Netflix films. We're reviewing all the... Um, how pretty the Indian actresses are. We're doing it all. Misogyny. Size. We're doing all the stuff. We got to take out the Great British Bake Off at some point. I haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs>